Torture. Hello and welcome to Torture Jams, the only music trivia podcast about the songs you love to hate and hate to know. I'm your host, Ryan, and here with me always is my co-host, Katie. Hello. Our guest today is Adam. How you doing, Adam? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling ready to play some Torture Jams. Uh, so our, our theme today is, where have all the Torture Jams gone? These are songs that remind me of the Paula Cole song, Where Have All the Cowboys Gone? Uh, that song won't be in today's lineup, but I just, I wanted to put it in and I thought it'd be a lot funnier to just pick songs that specifically remind me of Where Have All the Cowboys Gone. <laughs> wow, that's going to be fun. So you've uh, <laughs> been around Ryan in person twice now, so now you have to just read his mind. This is going to be good. Yeah, they don't really, they fit the tone and style, I think, but... Uh, <laughs> But nobody else does. <laughs> There's a possibility. So tell me, how comfortable are you with 90s female, I don't know, chick folk? Well, I think Shania Twain, that's about it, right? That's not even folk. <laughs> oh, yeah. folk? Yeah, like folk. Oh. Female folk. Hmm. Yeah, you remember Paula Cole, where have all the cowboys gone and yeah. I don't want to wait. Yeah, okay. All right. I don't want to wait for lives to be Right, so did you watch songs. Dawson's Creek? Uh, no, I did not. Oh. Well, you're at a severe disadvantage <laughs> for this quiz then. I'm so excited then. This is going to be great. <laughs> I'm going to play five songs beginning with the intro and ending after the first chorus, at which point you'll need to tell me the name of the artist and the song title. <sighs> you have any questions going in? Uh, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Pay attention because our bonus questions do relate to the information that I'm going to share after the songs. So that's a little hint for you. Okay, I'll get one right at least. (laughs) We're going to go right in with song number one. It felt like springtime on this February morning in a courtyard. Birds were singing. You're rubbing your head, makes you think that you kind of know it. A little bit, but I, I'm still confused on how this has to do anything with cowboys, but that's fine. You know, the cowboy part is, uh, no, it's just songs that remind oh, me of okay. it. Okay, okay, alright, alright, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, I might be wrong, but I don't think cowboys come up at all. <laughs> <laughs> Even better. <laughs> okay. There's a fun part. There, yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> See, it's popping up oh, a little there bit. There we go. Okay, all right, we're, we're getting faster. It's not a lane. No, <laughs> it is not. She's angrier. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. Um. Dude, this was like part of. <laughs> so my parents are older, right? And they would just listen to like this local Memphis radio station, and they would play nothing but this kind of shit like all day. And I would have to get in the car and listen to this. Would I know the name of the band? No. Would I know the name of the song? Probably not. But I'll remember the name, the song every fucking time. <laughs> yeah, I got I got nothing. Oops. Ooh. So. Uh... <laughs> Any guesses? Yeah, I I know it's not Alanis Morissette, but I'm gonna go with that anyway. 
<laughs> did you recognize the song, though? I did, I did. Okay. <laughs> that was Sophie B. Hawkins in her 1995 hit, As I Lay Me Down. Oh. Sophie wrote this song for her dead dad and subsequently spent six weeks at number one on the adult contemporary charts. The song has been featured in Party of Five, Dawson's Creek, and in an episode of Community in which Britta organizes a uh, Sophie B. Hawkins dance in protest of the Sadie Hawkins dance. In her personal life, Sophie is an omnisexual conservative who became a major supporter of the Hillary Clinton 2008 presidential campaign, even re-recording her hit song, Damn I Wish I Was uh, Your Lover, as Damn We Wish You Were President. That sounds terrible. As a special treat, I have it right here. And we're just going to listen to a little bit of Damn We Wish You Were Our President. Lyrically, that just doesn't make any sense. Okay. We have 50 people listening to this podcast, so... (laughs) And you guys both remember Damn I Wish You Were... Was it Damn I Wish I Was Your Lover? No. (laughs) Not at all. Wait, actually, roughly, I think, after hearing this. Have a dream, you'll be our hero. Be my hero, baby. Oh my god. Oh, love it so much. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> Song number two. <laughs> Seems to be a banjo. It does. Yeah. That's your first clue. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there should be like a <sighs> yeah. somewhere in yeah. this. Like a boy band jumps in the background. Hey, hey, hey! <laughs> I, 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 I know it, but I don't know it. I think he's being tortured here. Yeah. Right? Look at his face. I think we got him. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Uh, days go by. Bye. Guess on the song title. Days go by. Ah, you're wrong on both. <laughs> Surprisingly <laughs> enough, <laughs> it's a woman named Sean. That was Sean Colvin with "Sunny Came Home" from her 1996 concept album "A Few Small Repairs." The song is about a woman named Sunny who burns down her house. It peaked at number seven on the Hot 100 and earned Sean Grammy awards for both Song of the Year and Record of the Year. 
though this accomplishment is slightly outweighed by the controversy over Old Dirty Bastard protesting Puff Daddy beating Wu-Tang for Best Rap Album of the Year with his immortal quote, Wu-Tang is for the children. We teach the children. You know what I mean? <laughs> As Colvin was preparing to receive her award. <laughs> She got kanye before Kanye. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, that's pretty good. All right, it's song number three, and I'm thinking you might get this one. Okay, all right, this fingers is, crossed. This is probably the easiest one on the list from my perspective. Is this Was it on the Dawson's, Dawson's Creek song? Oh. <laughs> oh. I forgot it started like this. <laughs> I was like, what in the actual <laughs> fuck is this? I should have cued this one. <laughs> oh! Uh, uh, just to save my mama. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just because it's a joke, I think Shannon Osborne. Uh, not Shannon Osborne. Uh, I want to ask though. Do you remember Austin Powers too? Y- yes. Yeah, and Doctor Evil and Minnie Me sing it, uh-huh. and they pretend like they sing it. Yes. I'm glad you remember that, but you didn't remember the artist, so that's the part that mattered. <laughs> <laughs> that was Joan Osborne Joan. and her 1995 hit "One of Us." <laughs> Uh, it might surprise listeners to learn that One of Us wasn't written by Joan. It was written by a guy named Eric Bazilian, who also founded the very sounding band The Hooters. <laughs> uh, Joan was nominated for three ga- Grammy Awards for One of Us, but wasn't able to nab any of them. She continues to put out albums and tour, and you'll also be happy to know The Hooters are back together. <laughs> they regularly work One of Us into their set lists. They're often together. Do they play at Hooters often? I didn't have that Inception. in my research. <laughs> Do they have Hooters? Hooters and Hooters. 
and with surrounded hooters? by hooters. <laughs> Am I right now? Uh, when I was a kid, I was. <laughs> when I was a kid, I was living in Chico, California, and I remember that Joan Osborne came to the city square to play a free concert. It was a real big deal. It was over the radio. Okay. And uh, so I'm like eight, and I was like, "My dad, we gotta go. <laughs> Joan Osborne's here." He's like, no, of course not. We're not going to that. (laughs) My dad definitely fell away about me when I was a kid. But (laughs) (laughs) he also really loved. uh, Fuck! What was that? The country song that you? Oh, it was X's and O's by Trisha Yearwood. (laughs) Yeah, he really loved that song as a young boy (laughs) and gravitated towards it. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're going to song number four. Number four. We are flying through these ones. Yeah, well, we don't know any of them. In college, <laughs> <right>? <laughs> yep, I know this one too. I hate the world today. But I have no idea who it is. Oh, my. Good to me, I know, but I can't change. You might. Look at me like maybe I'm an angel underneath. Innocent and sweet. Yesterday I cried. Must have been relieved to see the soft side. I don't want to torture us with that. Yeah, just get to the good stuff. Yeah. I don't envy you. I think the worst part is like how many other like hits did these these albums have? You know what I mean? You gotta at least know the song title on this one. Sinner and a Saint? No. <laughs> no. It's the more Horrible obvious guess. one. <laughs> it's Bitch! Oh, yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was Meredith Brooks with Bitch. Sorry, guys. <laughs> it's okay. Brooks was nearly 40 and had spent 20 years as a musician before finally hitting it big in 1997 when she released Bitch on her second solo album, Blurring the Edges. Bitch hit number two on the charts and earned her two Grammy Award nominations as well as a spot on a Rolling Stones South American tour. Brooks was forced to leave the stage early on multiple dates as concert goers took to throwing things at her while on stage, including bottles, batteries, Rocks, coins, and tampons, even bruising her eye on one occasion. With a tampon? Yeah, with a tampon. <laughs> they have real weird tampons in South America. Interesting. Okay. All right. All right. That's fair. They're dense. <laughs> <laughs> Double. Just like the Brios. Meredith was unable to produce further hits and was dropped from Capitol. She then signed to Gold Circle Records, which folded immediately after releasing her third album. <laughs> Perfect timing. Well, yeah, I, was, I was hoping you'd get that one, at least in the title. But, I'm uh, batting uh, zero. Yeah, you, <laughs> you've got none. Uh, 
I got the title of one. This one's a rough one. This is a tough one if you uh, if don't you watch Dawson's Dawson Creek. Yeah. That's true, yes. If you weren't super into 90s I was going to say, when we were talking about this, my first thought was actually Mary Chapin Carpenter. Do you know who that is? That's, nope. <laughs> that that was like the, the folky, almost like rocky, if you will, mid-90s uh, idol that I had to listen to with my parents as well. Because like when I was eight, I went to a Mary Chapin Carpenter concert at the uh, uh, amphitheater in Memphis on Mud Island. <clears throat> it was like, I don't know end of July so it was like 106 at night and just like muggy and gross and um, my uh, my mom was like oh we'll just get some coke and we'll be fine so I had like a 6 like a, a 12 rack of coca cola with me just carrying around <laughs> this amphitheater the whole time all I remember is being extremely hot extremely uncomfortable and wanting to not be there anymore <laughs> Well, we'll have to play that song what's after her... we finish her quiz. What's what's her big one? Yeah, uh, what's her hit? Shit. Uh, I think she had like four or five actual hits themselves. But again, I this was... For the life of you. 20 you years ago. So, you know, I don't remember anything after work. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, you are zero for or four. So we're going to song number five. I Here don't have high hopes, but <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We're going to try. <laughs> Worst part is, like, you know most of the songs or you've heard them before. I think that's the worst part about torture games. <laughs> well torture. done. Yeah. Well done. Yeah, that's the torture. Yeah, I've never heard the song before. I'm waiting for the chorus because at yeah. first I thought that I didn't, but now I kind of do. I think you probably have heard before. It's uh, very big in 97. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> you had to look at his paper. But it's another one where, like, they wrote the chorus and then they had to write verses around it. Uh, okay. I feel like a lot of these songs you really needed to probably be, like, a teenage female girl. Well, I knew them. But, like... <laughs> probably not. But, like, I mean, to know all of these artists specifically and follow them. Yeah, I didn't know these people were. Yeah, you just heard that. I would have done terrible on this quiz after I put it together myself. <laughs> this is the chorus? Yeah. I don't think I've heard it. Say well, My Way? That's a failure on my part. Is that the name of the song? Say My Way? Yeah, that's what it no. sounds like she said. Oh my god, that's it. <laughs> the last song of today's quiz is from New Zealand singer-songwriter Bic Runga and her 1997 international hit Sway. Sway My Way. Okay, did yeah, not I, sound like I couldn't sway understand what she was saying. It's the accent. <laughs> Fucking Kiwis. <laughs> As far as I can tell, the song failed to chart in the U.S., but became a known entire, uh, entity for its inclusion in the hit teen films American Pie and Cruel Intentions. That was an American Pie? It was an American Pie. I don't remember what part oh, it yeah, was in. <laughs> uh, would it probably be the... No. Yeah, if you had to guess where that song fit in, <laughs> into American the, Pie. The dance, maybe? With uh, the wedding? At the end? No. Wedding at the end. I think you're thinking of American Wedding. 
So many fucking American Pie movies. Yeah. <laughs> I have them all, and they're all great. <laughs> uh, I beg to differ. Or it could be the credits. Like, that would sound like a song that would be in the oh, credits. Bad, you know what I mean? Maybe. Yeah. yeah like, actually... the ending of the movie, and, like, everybody's, like, going, and they're like, yeah, let's just throw this one in the end, because nobody will know who that is. Or they wake up the next morning after all losing their virginities. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they're swaying yeah. their way. I think it was, it sounded like a sadder song, so it sounds like... I don't know, when something sad happened to one of them. Uh, well, the kid from Rookie of the Year and Tara Reed? Is that? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yeah. They broke up. Yeah, it might have been then. That was too bad for Rookie of the Year. <laughs> <laughs> What's his name? <laughs> Does he have? I thought it was Rookie of the Year. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Bick didn't produce any other crossover hits with the same magnitude of sway but is basically a megastar in New Zealand and was introduced into the New Zealand Music Hall of Fame in 2016. That's got to be a short list. <laughs> uh, it's just her and Fly the Concords. <laughs> very short. In 2019, she re-recorded Sway for a compilation titled, uh, I'm going to butcher this, Wayata. Way <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you give it a go. Yeah, that's about act. That's about right. Uh, we uh, yeah. Wayata, I guess, would be it. Which featured New Zealand pop songs reinterpreted into the native language Maori. Maori. I didn't watch that movie from Pixar. Maori. But or... <laughs> you got it. Moana. That was the name of the movie, right? Yeah. Oh, their other oh, language that they spoke. Yeah. Uh... Isn't it Maori? Maori? I think... No, I don't think it has an, it, doesn't, it doesn't have an... Yeah, I was going to say... It's Maori! Like, you think of an L? <laughs> no, yeah, fucking Ma- L in there. I said, I said Maori. Yeah. With a, Ma- Maori. Like a double Apologize now to all New Zealanders who stumbled on this show while we butcher your language and native culture. Uh, <laughs> but thanks for listening. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, how, how would you rate... How these compared to Where Have All the Cowboys Gone, which ironically is a song you immediately knew. When I yeah, well, I expected it to not be anything that had it. No, that, that a completely different direction from what I thought was going to occur, in honesty. so You say I, I kind of nailed it, or no? We'll go 75%. 75%. I'll take 75%. And I feel good you knew at least four of them, even if you didn't know, know the artist. Them. Yeah. I got the title of one right. Yep. So, one out of ten things, ten percent. So, bonus question time. I got two bonus questions. Two. They're each worth three points. Oh shit! I gotta remember things. All right, go. Okay. Uh, I did say up top that I was gonna give mm-hmm. the information, at least for a bit of it, into one of the bonus questions. Um, which two songs from today's quiz weren't nominated for Grammy Awards? I did note everyone that had been nominated. Yes. So if you're paying attention, you should know this. Uh, the last one? Yep. And the second one? Uh, nope, Sunny Came Home was nominated oh, for three Grammy three, Awards. Three, yeah. Sophie B. Hawkins oh, got snubbed at the Grammys. That was the first one, right? That was the first one. Okay, all right. So that's damn. one and a half points. One and a half point, yeah. I'll take a half point. Uh, and this one's really tough. Okay. <laughs> I just threw it in because I thought it was funny. Uh, Lilith Fair was a traveling all-woman music festival founded by Sarah McLaughlin in the late 90s 
in response to frustration that concert promoters refused to feature two female uh, musicians in a row. Well, which two artists from today's list did not perform at any little fair dates? Well, definitely the last one. Nope. The last one did? The last one did. Oh, she was wow. in Little Fair in 1998. Oh, Jesus. Uh, the, I'm trying to help you out, but I totally zoned out the while third, he was The third one, I guess? <laughs> the two that did not make the Lilith Fair were, again, Sophie V. Hawkins and then Sean Coven with the Sunday Came Home tune. So it was one and two? Yeah, one and two. Yeah. Failed. That was a, that you, question was like stupid. <laughs> like I, I wanted to just wanted to ask about Lilith Fair. <laughs> I just well, wanted you, to, an excuse to talk about Lilith Fair for a second. Well done, well done. Yeah. <laughs> well, that leaves you with one and a half points, which you'll be happy to know you are not the lowest person to ever score on this quiz. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I like to hear. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Glad to have you on the show, and we. Uh, Trying to ask more like, what's a song that you pitch as a torture jam? I know you brought up the Mary Chapin Carpenter. Chapin Carpenter. I think that would be pretty hard. Um, we'll go ahead and just play one of her songs while we're winding down here. Yeah, sure. her top song. Yeah. Oh. Are we gonna feel this or know who this is? I think I've heard this song. She's got a couple that. Mm, I feel lucky today. <laughs> I know this song. <laughs> I've never heard this one. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I think this oh, would be a good ha- one. This is a little bit of honky tonk, yeah. if I dare say. Uh, well, I'm from Memphis, so, yeah. She knows the boot scooting boogie. Yeah, yeah, she sure does. I think she's actually still... Yeah, I think she's still actually making music, too. This is a very old picture where that generally indicates that, like, you can get some modern... A couple of years ago? Oh! Uh, yeah. yeah. Just last year. I remember yeah. hearing this song on the radio yeah. when I was See? old. Yeah. yeah. It was on the country station. It sure would be. Mm, I'm feeling lucky today. Oh, yeah, that sounds vaguely familiar. Yeah, <laughs> vaguely, right? I think that would be a good one. I, I don't really... My other choices of music. Uh, maybe like the A... Well, no. Avery Brothers are too mainstream. Mm. Mm. What's a song that haunts you? Any... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, anything that I have to listen to at work? You pick the music. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody puts on music at work. Celtic Punk should be your next one. Oh, God. <laughs> I, Are there more than two Celtic Punk bands? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, for the listeners, today was Adam's last day at work with me. He's my co-worker, ex-co-worker now. Um, I was your boss, thank you. You were my supervisor. Whatever. Um, anyway... <laughs> Um, but, uh, he would constantly put on Celtic music and he said that he was going to put it on for his last day. And I did. I thwarted that (laughs) by putting on a much funkier playlist before he got there. How funky? How funk are we talking here? I, I, we did the, uh, 
the celebrate uh, playlist. Ah, uh, okay. So and there were some songs that were like, "Why are we celebrating uh, men falling from the sky?" Yeah. <laughs> It's raining man. Uh, Came on. No, I did see. I did open Spotify today while I was at work, <laughs> and I saw you were listening to Donna Summers. I was going to ask you about it. I was like, "There's an ask about that." That's just a good song to listen to in the middle of the day. Yeah, I guess it was fine. Oh come on! <laughs> it pumped us up. Yeah, we were dancing. Uh, yeah, yeah. It kept your mind away from things, <laughs> from the horror of what was going to become the rest of the day. <laughs> Well, I appreciate you coming on the show. I think there was a lot of fun. Agreed. Glad that you are, you're probably second to last, but you're not last. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, if you like the show, uh, like and subscribe or follow. Tell your friends. Give us good ratings. Uh, you can reach out to us at torturejams at gmail.com with any suggestions you have for future torture jams or songs that you just like to play for your friends that you know they don't want to hear. Katie, you got anything else? No, I'm good. All right. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for having me on.